Welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey, a weekly podcast featuring real and practical spiritual conversations from diverse perspectives here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today, episode 197, That Which Brings Me Peace. And now your host, Reverend Cynthia Alice Anderson. Hello and welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, otherwise known as RCA, and I welcome you into the studio with us this morning. I'm here today with my producer. Hello, everybody. This is Dave Croft. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 197 of The Authentic Spiritual Journey. As always, welcome you to a brand new week. Hope you are doing well. Yes, we love having you along uh, along the journey with us. I, I was going to say along the ride because so many people have said they listen in the car. Yeah, uh, I love the idea of people cleaning to the show too. For some reason, uh, I think sometimes moving physical energy can be, um, you know, can be really powerful. Uh, yeah, as a matter of li- fact, yeah, I listen oh, to pod- I listen to podcasts when I cook when I'm out there grilling. Yep. Yeah, I know that's awesome. That's awesome. So we welcome you into the show. Friends, I can't believe how many shows we've been doing and how we are all over the world. I thought after our 200th episode, I want to, um, I really want to uh, update all the numbers we always give you because right now I'm kind of guessing uh, <laughs> based on what, where we were headed for 200,000. So, um, but I know we are in over 80 countries and now it could be way more than that because it's been months probably since I checked. So we'll give you that in, in shows coming up and, and, you know, do a couple special shout outs because it means the world to us that, uh, in many parts of the world, people are trying to wake up spiritually. And I, I'm always really curious too how you find the show. So if you ever want to just drop us an email, go to, you know, our website, experience of and send us a little email. Let us know, put a, put a note on the YouTube, uh, where you're joining us from, you know, in the comments. And, uh, yeah, we'll do a shout out your direction because we want you to know we do feel connected to you, even if you are in like Afghanistan. I, the first time I saw that somebody was in like Iraq and Afghanistan, I just, I almost cried. And then I found out one of the people who was watching was a U.S. service, uh, serviceman, you know, on, on inactive duty. And that, that really, uh, gave me a lot of hope that somebody, you know, on night duty, probably sitting there listening in the middle of the night in the desert, uh, you know, to what we might have to say. So uh, blessings, friends. We love, love, love when you share that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It's hard to believe that we are uh, 197, quickly approaching our, our, 200, our 200th episode and just really, really exciting, uh, exciting, and excited about that. And uh, I know we've got a very special show planned for episode two hundred. And there's just just a lot, just a lot going on. There's a there's a lot happening. There's so much new energy. You know, it's springtime. Yes. And, uh, now, now yeah. what? Now I seem to remember like you have some things kind of coming up, right? Don't don't you Lots. have some some new things happening? Exactly, exactly. Um, well, coming up uh, just next week, the new mastermind starts. And friends, I'm pretty sure the 8 p.m. is full. Um, the 10 a.m. is very specifically for ministers and healers. Uh, so you may fall into that category if you're a massage therapist, 
uh, I have one yoga studio owner in there, and uh, that that's a lot of fun too. So yeah, check out the site. Uh, you know my my CynthiaAliceAnderson.com site for information on that. And and I finally planned another Dream Big Live Big and a basics course because so many people that took that years ago have really moved forward and. Uh, I know some of them are going to take it again. They're like, I want to re, you know, regroup on the basics, which is what, um, you know, which is what inspired me to do it again this summer. Uh, you know, I thought, well, most of my main people who took my classes have taken it. And I was talking to people. It's like, oh, yes, we have. And we will again. And it's it's a pretty big commitment, though. It starts in August and it's a seven week, you know, commitment. So there's few things that people want to commit to for seven weeks these days, but this is a way to, you know, look deeper and uh, see what dreams are still under there that haven't been yet realized. So I'm not even sure that one's on the site yet, but it's going to be starting, like I say, in August. So just give that some thought. It's, it's, and we're doing early bird pricing as well. It's only two fifty for the seven weeks instead of the 300. So, um, I think if you pay before July or something like that, it's 250. So, uh, I try, I'm trying to give people a deal on that by, by doing a, a early registration, but what you learn in that class, you will, um, benefit from for years. And, uh, so that anyway, that's a great, great class for moving forward. So, and, and uh, you know, today's show, Dave, is what? The title of today's show is That Which Brings Me Peace. That Which Brings Me Peace. Yes. Well, the reason I asked for it right then as we were talking about it is what I've learned is that if there's some unrealized dream or there's something I really want to do and I'm not giving voice to that, that there's an angst, there's a... um kind of like a little frustration. It's almost like a little subtext of, uh, you know, in my mind. Um, and, uh, so that, that idea, that which brings me peace, it's like, well, what is mine to do? Well, I know what's mine to do because the thought of doing it, the act of doing it brings me peace, you know? And so when I've, done, you know, like major life changes or, um, well, recently, um, I've made a, a pretty big life change. That's, that's pretty fun, which is restarting, uh, martial arts. I, I've always loved martial arts and, uh, the style I'm doing is very physical, um, very, very, um, uh, a very physical. It really is about the body and protecting oneself. Hmm. And um, it brings me a lot of peace to do it. And I love martial arts. I've uh, you know done martial arts off and on <clears throat> over the years. And I've done Kung Fu. I've done, and of course, usually a part of that is tai, the practice of Tai Chi. And, um, and when I was really little, I did Karate. You know, so it's really... And, and the, the kind of martial arts I'm doing now is actually called Eskrima. It's a Filipino street fighting. So it's really <laughs> intense. And you use bamboo sticks and knives and um, and hand-to-hand combat. 
So uh, it's uh, it's very intense. I, I was joking with a friend at uh, the last class. I was the only woman, so it was a little intense that day. I was like, hey, guys, take it easy. Um, but, uh, but that's been a lot of fun. And so uh, it brings me a lot of peace to be in my body more, right? Like, like uh, that's, been a, that's been a wonderful change for me. And I'm actually taking a break from some of my uh, therapeutic work. It, it, it's like I'm just really guided to work on the body right now. And uh, in in Western thinking, I was just talking to a friend who, by the way, is going to be coming on the show soon. She's from South Africa. And um, we always talk about in our conversations how the um, how so much of what we do therapeutically is is so cerebral in Western thinking. Right. And so there's something about engaging the body. It's like the complete opposite polarity you know, that helps bring balance, you know? And so if everything, every little thing is overly, um, oh, what's the word? Overly analyzed. At some point, you got to just live and integrate the teachings you've been working on all this time. You know, um, somebody said to me one time, I have done every single class of yours, like for the last five years or something. You know, it's crazy. I'm going to take a break. I said, I think that's great. And they were like, you do? I said, <laughs> yes, yes, I think that's great. It's fine to take a break. I said, I'm always here if you need. The goal of the work we do spiritually and therapeutically is to move out and live what we've been learning. You know, and so, yes, we want to learn. Yes, we want to grow. Yes, we want to evolve. You know, my three favorite words. But um, sometimes that involves a new practice. Sometimes it involves going to the beach every week to get all those negative, what do you call them, negative ions and, <laughs> you know, and shift and shift your energetic vibration. Sometimes it means going on a long hike in the woods and connecting and releasing stuff into nature. And that cannot be thought through. That has to be felt, you know. So so in in my work now, the question I'm always asking, and I've mentioned it a couple times in the last few months, the question I ask is, is this bringing me peace? Is this bringing me peace? And I've been looking at ways sometimes I give away my thought or my opinion or my power and then I'm at odds with myself, right? So I'm coming into, no, this is what brings me peace. This is what my decision is. Getting clear with myself. Yeah, getting clear with myself is so important. And I know I'm in alignment when I have this feeling of peace. So, you know, I think the question we're all asking ourselves at the moment, well, is, am I at peace or am I constantly living in a situation that I'm out of alignment? And we all have little ways we do it, but when we have these really big ways that we're constantly living out of alignment, what happens is we start to manifest physical things. We start to manifest uh, emotional issues. Uh, we make up stories about things people are saying and doing, and it, it really heads us down a road that is not healthy. But when we are at peace with ourselves, when we are making decisions that are in alignment 
with who and whose we are, life feels very, very different. Life feels very different. So the question I ask is, is this bringing me peace? And so the decisions, my goal is the decisions I make now are to be in alignment with that which brings me peace. You see how that touches every area. I'm, I'm, um, I'm doing a little work around my diet. I'm doing a little work around, again, my physical body and what I need. You know, because I'm being more active, um, I don't want to limit uh, what I eat. But the types of food I, you know, I'm putting in, I want to make sure really supportive of what I'm trying to do. You know, so if I'm trying to get more healthy and then I eat sugar every single day, that's out of alignment with my goal. You know what I'm saying? It, it sounds like simple, but it's like rather than, okay, I'm going to go off all sugar and I'm going to deprive myself of anything I like. No, that I'm not meaning that. Because see, to me, that brings angst. But it's like, okay, what, what could I do food-wise that would bring me peace? Well, I know my morning routine. I've got that down. So I need to figure out in between meals how I can satisfy my hunger with things that are really, really good for me that are going to give me staying power rather than quick energy that then I crash, <clears throat> you know, an hour and a half later. <laughs> but see how this question really impacts everything. How I parent is impacted by this question. Yeah, that which brings me peace. That's the decision I want to make, that which brings me peace. Now, having said that, um, I did not say that which is easy. <laughs> and it, we always hear what we want to hear, right, on these spiritual things. And sometimes people hear, you know, I should do that which I like. So sometimes the things that brings us peace is very difficult. And I'm going to give you an example. Telling the truth can be very difficult and yet very necessary. Think about that. Think about that. Sometimes we have to tell the truth, and it can be uncomfortable, but it can definitely bring peace for all concerned. If you're pretending, that doesn't bring peace. And again, we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I thematically I've noticed in my life I always work on things kind of in this circular way where I'll work them a little bit, and then I'll take a little break, and then I, you know, I come back to it, but... Um, I think this is really, really important to think about that um, when our family of origin, you know, we learn how to get, well, we think it's get love. What we're really usually getting is approval. But usually the behaviors we have as children are so we can get love. So the people around us approve and we can get the love we need. Well, as we age, 
if we keep doing those things, usually our thoughts and and feelings are not matching our words and actions. And we're just doing what we think we should be doing, you know, to get people to love us rather than telling the truth. Sometimes we need to tell the truth. So if, if on a regular basis, your thoughts and feelings are different than your words and actions, you're at odds with yourself. You're not at peace. And I don't mean, um, saying everything you think the moment it comes to your mind. <laughs> you know, there was that show, uh, I don't know, if, uh, Dave, if you ever saw it, it was called Lie to Me. And yeah. uh, did you ever see that show? And there was a guy on there who constantly told the truth. Well, like, and he could uh, he could read facial, like body language and facial yes. tics. And, and, and ba- basically, he was able to, uh, to tell if somebody was lying. Yes. Yeah, the main be- character, yes, could right. tell. And so... You know, he stopped bomb attacks, and it was based on actual research mm-hmm. um, that, you know, it doesn't matter if you live in New York City or in, you know, uh, you know, the bush of, a- of Africa, you know, way out in the middle of nowhere, all expressions of shame and happiness and guilt, you know, uh, appear the same um, emotion-wise on the face. And so, yes, it, it's called the study of micro-expressions, I believe. Yeah. But one of the characters— in the show, not the main character, but one of the characters that worked in the office, he always told the truth. <laughs> and so he would say, somebody would say, how are you doing today? And he would say, great, um, I'm really hungover. And by the way, I'm really attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> like to somebody talking to him and they were like, yeah, that might be a little much. But um, I loved his character on the show because uh, I thought, wow, uh, so that's not exactly what I'm talking about. You know, so sometimes people can take what I say to the nth degree, but I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, you know, uh, you know, there are certain social constraints, you know, that you don't say to your boss, oh, and by the way, you know, I'm totally attracted to you in the middle of a meeting to tell the truth. But what I'm saying is um, you want to be at peace with yourself, right? And so I trust your journey. I trust you enough to know that sometimes um, we do things we don't want to do because we don't want to ruffle feathers. And in fact, sometimes we need to speak up. Like sometimes the thing we need to do, the thing that will bring peace is to speak our mind and then let it go. Yeah, and then let it go. Usually though, we make of uh, speaking the truth, say if it seems a difficult situation, a bigger deal than it sometimes is. Like speaking the truth can be very freeing for all concerned because usually if the truth is not spoken, then there's this kind of unseen wall that starts to build up, you know? So just just think about that. You know, is there a way I'm not speaking the truth that I need to be that would really bring me a lot of peace? Yeah, think about that. Am I doing that which brings me peace? Am I doing that which brings me peace? Give that some thought. And we'll be back right after these messages. 
Welcome back. We're glad you're with us. I hope you've been giving some thought to, you know, what we've been talking about. I kind of went I kind of went for it right right away in the in in the show yeah. just getting into yeah, it. That, that's 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 okay. Uh, by the way, I, I was able to dig up a link to Escrima, which is also known as Arnis and Kali. Yes, and so well, I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you're curious about it. If you're curious, what <laughs> is RCA doing with herself and her time these days? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh, it's real different. Well, if you've watched any of the Jason Bourne movies, do you remember one of the movies? I think it was actually the first one where he was in the office and he uses a pen like a weapon. Do you remember that one day? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I think it was Bourne Identity. Anyway, that's all a screamer training. And it's basically you learn to use whatever uh, you have at hand, you know, um, to defend it, you know, like all martial arts, it's not about going out and starting a fight. It's really about protection, you know, of self and those you love, right? So if you were ever in a situation, you needed to be able to defend yourself that you could. Um, sometimes people are surprised when spiritual people, uh, you know, do things like martial arts, but, um, I want to tell you, friends, uh, we're human just like you, and uh, it's important, I believe, to be able to protect oneself. If if I were somewhere and somebody was threatening me or my family, you can bet I would do everything I could uh, to protect myself. I wouldn't say, you know, right now I send you love. I would say, no, back up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's a, that's a big no. That's a boundary. You don't threaten somebody's personal safety. Yeah. And as a minister, I have had it happen a couple of times. Um, and I was actually talking to a friend who uh, uh, is a single woman who has a business and one night was leaving and she was threatened physically. And that's what got her into martial arts. And she ended up doing it for years. And she also studied Eskrima. It's it's like a very natural way to learn to protect yourself. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's also on top of all of that, it's you know, a good cardio cardio workout. <laughs> yes. All the classes are two or two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, I, I've it, uh, I've I've considered taking like Taekwondo or Tai Chi or even boxing or something like that. Just if anything, just for the uh the physical physical fitness aspect yeah. of it. Well, there's also in martial arts a real family aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it's, uh, you seem to all have an understanding, you know, that, uh, there, there's just a family community aspect. Anyway, where I go, there is. And, uh, you know, it's in this kind of warehouse part of town. I mean, it's rough. It's like one of those old, it's like something you'd see out of a, a, a old movie where somebody <laughs> goes to train, you know, like, <laughs> It's like down a dark, like a like training a montage or something. Well, and there's also a great deal about you know respect and about you know yes. um, mutual respect to your opponent and that kind of yeah. thing, and and respect mm-hmm. for the the art form itself and yes. the body and understanding mm-hmm. the body and so yeah. yeah. Well, and what I'm starting to do now is, um, in addition to my class. I'm going to study one-on-one with a trainer. I, I want to get really, really good. Um, I really love it. I love how my body feels. Um, and I was looking for a new program, and um, it's it's been really great. It, it just, every time I do it, I feel good. 
And I feel like for the very first time, um, I could really protect myself, uh, just me, myself, and I. I wouldn't need a weapon. I wouldn't need anybody else. Uh, I can protect myself physically. And there's something very empowering about that, and it feels very safe. It feels very, very safe. And, um, yeah, so so that's that's been a lot of fun. And, again, to feel safe brings me peace. Mm. Yeah, I grew up in an environment that was not safe. So it's important to me as a grown-up and as a parent for my child to have a, a way and a place of safety, and I have cultivated that over the years. I have created that. There's no abuse in my home or in my life. It's all that is never going to be again. You know, there are boundaries. There are boundaries. That brings me a lot of peace. And I probably should mention, I know that Donna Bevan Lee did a show on boundaries. I just, uh, on the channel, it's been some time, I think, when she was first starting, but... Um, Donna Bevan Lee uh, does a show, Healing Your Family Legacy, and there's a lot of great information, um, a lot of great information about um, uh, about boundaries on her show it, that works its way into a lot of shows because of her teaching. But anyway, friends, so think about what am I doing right now? What would bring me peace? Right? What would bring me peace? And it is a process that happens over time. It can't all be decided at once. It's not like, okay, what in my life needs to change? What brings me peace? I'm going to go create havoc and change everything overnight. No, not that. What I love about the deeper teachings, and when I say the deeper teachings, to me, this is a deeper teaching. I'm not going to say, okay, go do one, two, three. You know, go, uh, okay, meditate five minutes a day. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that this is a way of being in the world that is different. It's like if a colleague, you know, says something at a meeting and you can't quite um, let it go, how are you going to work with that? Is it yours to work in yourself? Is it yours to speak up? What brings the most peace in that situation? Do you know your colleague is going through something right now, and so you're going to hold it until, you know, you can work it out? But see, this question is is really, how am I being responsible, you know, with my thoughts and feelings, right? How am I being responsible with my thoughts and feelings, and are they matching my words and actions, You know, if I say I love you and secretly I'm talking about you, you will never be at peace doing behaviors like that. Or if you say I support you and I'm undermining you when nobody's looking, well, that's not going to bring me peace. Those are real egregious things. But you know what? They happen every day in life and in the real world. This is what goes on. People say one thing and do another. That doesn't bring peace. So there's always a time of like dealing with the emotions. Like I've had a few situations recently where um, I've had to really deal with the emotions of the impact of a behavior. And then once I could unwind it, it's like, oh, all is well. But I had to unpack the emotions. 
because we are emotional creatures, right? Things happen and we're going to have feelings. Sometimes it's because of family of origin stuff. Sometimes it's because we feel uh, it's an, uh, it's a betrayal or it's an attack on us or we feel unappreciated, whatever it is, you know, those emotions are going to come up, but to work with those and figure out what's happening, then we make our decision about what brings me peace, but just acting from the emotions or, you know, the reaction that we see all around the world right now on the news every day, um, all those reactions are not going to bring us peace. They're going to bring us more trauma drama which is what I like to call it. More trauma drama. Oh, you did this, blah, 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 you know. And I'll tell you, I had a situation yesterday that uh, brought that up in me. Somebody hit me from behind and started to drive off. It just happened in my car. I was driving, and a friend of mine had just called, and I was sitting at a light, and the guy hit me, and I started to pull over, and he sped off, and I said, oh, no. And I went after him. I was calling the police as I was driving. I thought, no one is hitting me and driving off. No. And uh, it was really, <laughs> it was really the emotions, you know, that, that went in me were pretty big. Because my personal safety was threatened. Everything, everything okay? Car okay? Everything? Or? Car was fine. They pulled over. I said... You cannot hit it. The guy was high, you know. Mm. I said, you, you can't hit somebody, sweetie, and drive off. You, you, you can't do that. So let me have your number just in case. And, you know, that was, that was pretty intense. You know, and then they both got out of the car, these two guys, and I was like, okay, I'm safe. I'm dealing with the emotions. Wow. So it's hard when life happens. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, I had a lot of peace at the moment. The guy hit me and drove off. No, I was totally in the emotion of it. Hmm. Totally in the emotion of it. It's like, oh, no. Mm -mm. No, no. I'm dialing the police and driving. And I said, you know, I need to protect myself. I don't know who this is. I don't know what they, you know, I don't know who these people are. But no. And I thought, I'm going to get their license plate and report them. I wasn't preparing to talk to them. But when they pulled over, I got out and said, no, this is not okay. And he goes, I didn't know I hit you. And I burst out laughing. I said, well, you may not have, but you did. I said, and my dog is in the back. I have a, a safety concern. So I will get your number. I will talk. I will uh, check this number in the car. And, oh, well, I don't have my phone. <laughs> you know, it was just so funny. So I had to deal with all the emotions of that and still try to not be a total jerk. Because when your personal safety is threatened, that is that is rough. You know, that is rough. But I I got it. We Everybody got calmed down, and we both drove off peacefully. But that was a difficult one. And, you know, but I thought I could let this go. I bet you a few years ago I would have let it go. But I just could not do it. I said, no, no one is going to do that to me and not be held responsible. No. I will call the police. I will get a license plate. No. If I would not have done that, I think I would have said, why did I let that guy do that to me? You know, but no more. No, people are not going to push me around. I'm not going to be hit and a hit and run. No. 
I also was mindful, you know, protecting myself and, okay, here's two guys, obviously high, getting out of the car at the same time. You know, it was like, okay, you know? So, I mean, this is real life. This is real life. But I left going, I took care of myself. That was good. I took care of myself. I was always aware of where the guys were in relation to me. I was always aware of what my emotions were doing. And I said, I'm sorry, this is upsetting because you hit me and drove off. You cannot do that. And, and he said, I'm really sorry. You know, and then they said, oh, we work at a restaurant. You know, you're welcome to a free dinner. I go, that's not necessary. I said, that's not necessary. All is well. I just am taking care of myself. And I understand that you didn't know you hit me. No problem. No problem. But I've got your name and number and we'll move on. But I mean, friends, this is life, you know. What are you thinking, Dave? Your look is so intense. I, it's so just well. I because I, <laughs> we didn't talk about this, you know, before we start. So I'm hearing this fresh. Sorry, on the, for the first time on the air, and uh, I'm just replaying, you know, because mm-hmm. you are um, you are relatively small in stature, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. this this kind of smaller woman like like <laughs> chasing these guys and, and I'm and I'm replaying in my mind these two guys getting out of the car and like <laughs> are, are you everywhere. on the phone with the cops totally actively you know are you like okay officer they're getting out of the car now and then then I yeah it was pretty crazy I mean I'm sure there's somebody listening to this going my god you went after him that it's could like, have yeah. gone so sideways I mean they could have it come could've. out packing or something or <laughs> who if they were like all crazy or yeah well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not. I'm didn't. not at all surprised. By the way, I'm not at all surprised that you're like, you know, nope, just nope, nope. just nope. You will. Well, all I was gonna do is get their license plate and and call it in. But then when they pulled over, I thought, okay, this is good. I mean, and there were people around. You know, it's a. I live in a you know very nice upscale neighborhood. People are always out walking their dogs. And, you know, there's a little restaurant where people are sitting out very, like a block and a half away. So there were people out and I felt pretty safe, plenty of cars and, you know, and all of that. (laughs) There were witnesses. Yes. Yes. But I know I can protect myself. And I knew that um, I was not going to pay for somebody else running into me if that was the case. And I thought, no, no, you don't get to hit me and drive off. No. So anybody, everybody's going to be scared to come talk to me now. They're going to be like, she's going to go up, use this all Jason born on me. <laughs> I have a cell phone. I'm not afraid to use it. Exactly. And not like that. I've been studying Eskrima. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And and my dog is in the car. He's fierce. You know, he takes somebody he, out. He's not a, he's, he is not he is not necessarily small of stature. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, uh, actually, I haven't told anybody that. I just realized. I just told 5,000 people or more. Yeah. But well, I, I, I just, um, I'm glad to hear you're okay and that car is okay. And Now, you're not still yeah, in your truck, like, right? Are you? No, no. I'm okay. in a smaller car now. Because right. yeah. I could imagine yeah. you and your big truck, like, rah, coming after Oh, that would have hurt him if he hit the truck. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and the guys, of course, tried to minimize it, you know. And so these behaviors, it's so funny. This is what people in the wrong always do. They make excuses and they say it didn't happen or it's no big deal. Why are you making a big deal? He goes, ma'am, there's no damages. I said, I said, that appears to be the case. I said, I'm not suing you. I'm checking out the fact that you hit me and I want to get out and look at my car and my bumper. Yeah. So I mean, hit, back, it, it, back yeah, away it, and I'm going to check this out. Accidentally tapping somebody at a light yeah. or something. That happens. Okay. That doesn't make you like a terrible person. Driving off? Mm, now we're in terrible person territory. Well, they were they were so high right. that, you know, it was like, oh, bless you on the journey, dear friend. Okay, terrible you, need decision, a, you need a recovery. Right. You need a recovery meeting. <laughs> so, you know, but, but, um, I'm not sure I would recommend anybody doing that, but it was what felt right to me, and it was the only thing I know that would have brought yeah. me peace. I, I, I just, I said, uh, no, nobody gets to push me around. I'm done with that, and um, and that felt like I really advocated for myself in a mm-hmm. powerful way. And I was fine, but I know with an accident, when you get him from behind, you can end up with chiropractor bills and all that. And I thought I'm going to protect myself. No, that's not okay. That is not okay. And I, I have a dear friend who's actually helped me with a, a couple things. Um, you know, making sure, you know, my home is so secure. I have a really uh, high end alarm system. I have a wonderful fence. It's like I'm protecting myself. No, no, you don't get to do that. And that's brought me a lot of peace. It's brought my family a lot of peace. You know, so uh, I've been working with that question you know, does this bring me peace? Or I do that, which brings me peace for, I think I said a year earlier. No, it's got to be more than that. It's, it's probably a couple, probably a couple years. And just realizing that there were some places where I was a little bit out of sync with what I really needed to be doing. It, It wasn't like awful or anything, but it was like, oh, I think I let myself get talked into something that really I did not want. And I'm sure people listening are, now we're going, you didn't speak up. <laughs> but, you know, um, we all have ways that um, uh, we can lose our power a little bit. If it touches into childhood, family of origin stuff, it's real easy to forget, oh, no, th- no, this is not what I, this is not what I want to do. Hmm. I've learned, you know, over the last a few years with doing my own business and teaching online. There are so many decisions to make in a given day um, about, you know, about look, about your brand, about who you hire to work with you and for you, people that donate to you. You know, for the very first time in the last couple of years, I uh, didn't take money from a couple different sources because it just felt like the gift wasn't clean and clear for the work and I refused the money. It was the only thing that brought me peace. I just couldn't take the money, uh, you know, from this organization. It it was out of alignment with who we are and what we do. So, uh, but I just couldn't do it and feel at peace, you know. So that's been a real interesting uh, 
a real interesting journey uh, for me over the last couple of years. So, friends, as I've talked about all this, I hope that you're you're hearing uh, or gleaning some kind of lesson. I love to share a little of my journey, and I'm always appreciative to hear that it helps when we talk more deeply about just the life things that we go through, because I know how it works. You're applying it to yourself. You know, you're applying it to your own life and seeing your own journey, um, uh, you know, as you move forward. So I, I hope this has supported you. And speaking of support, I want to mention that... Um, uh, I have several resources now that people use in my courses. I have a feeling check-in. I have a mission vision page. Well, the most uh, popular and commonly used uh, aspect uh, from my work on my shop page on my website is called the morning pages. And the reason I'm mentioning these now at the end of the show is that, um, honestly, I don't think I ever would have thought to uh, to – uh, put these into a tablet form, but um, a dear friend of mine uh, named uh, Vicky, who who she said, I love a good worksheet. She said, what if you just made these into a tablet and then I could just buy the tablet and I wouldn't have to run to the store and copy all these? And I said, oh, that's a great idea. Now, printing has really gone up. Um like astronomically because wood has gone up. So the paper's higher anyway, but I got a, a local person, at least for these first ones, I can offer the tablets for only $15, which is amazing, an amazing price, which includes shipping. And then even if you buy two of them, you get two tablets of 50 sheets for 25. So it's the morning pages. And the idea with the morning pages is every morning you get up and do this. And I'm going to tell you, Working these sheets really brings a lot of peace because it gives you a lot of clarity for the day about what's yours to do, you know, when and how to do it. And um, and sometimes I'll do a session just on how to use these because there's a real deepening. You can use them with the uh, chakra system and the 12 powers. So uh, I may even do like a one-night class coming up on these since there's a new product out about it. But I encourage you to go to my website. It's CynthiaAllisAnderson.com slash shop. You know, it's on the shop page. And uh, you can order them there. Well, we usually get them out within a week. You know, we're not Amazon. We're a small operation <laughs> of of one or two, uh, kind of one and a half employees. So, uh, so um, you know, give it, if you have a little patience, I'm happy to send you a sheet for free. No, no doubt. Happy to do it. Uh, but the tablets do cost just because of the printing and 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 the staff time it takes to get all that together. But anyway, friends, we're happy to have you with us today. Always blessed that you join us on your journey. And we always lift you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Many blessings. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Authentic Spiritual Journey here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Authentic Spiritual Journey is copyright 2022, Cynthia Alice Anderson, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission from RR Hot Publishing. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios. Mm-hmm.